الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا عما بعد والحمد لله today بإذن الله تعالى we conclude our discussion regarding the companions of the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم and our discussion revolves around the final part mentioned here by Imam Baba Hari Rahimahullah where he mentions from after the nas ba'da ha'ula man sahiba rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yawman aw shahran aw sanatan aw akalla min dhalik aw akthar natarahham naam natarahham alayhim wa nafkuruhum wa nafkur fadluhum wa nakuffu an zalalihim ولا نذكر أحدا منهم إلا بالخير لقول رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا ذكر أصحابي فأمسكوا وقال سفيان بن عيينة من نتك في أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بكلمة فهو صاحب الحواء and so باب هاري mentions رحمه الله that the best of them and the best of the people after Ha'olai, after these. And who the Ha'olai is referring to? So this is the best of them after these. After the Ashma Bashri Bil Jannah. After the ten. Na'an that are promised. Jannah. Uh, is the individual that accompanies the Messenger of Allah for a day, or a month, or a year, or less than that, or more than that. We ask Allah to have mercy upon them. We mention their virtue. And we withhold from mentioning any of the shortcomings. And we do not mention any of them except with good. Due to the statement of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, if my companions are mentioned, then withhold. Yani withhold from ill speech regarding them. And then you have the statement of Sufyan ibn Uyayna where he mentions now he mentions whoever mentions ill speech regarding the companions of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now whoever says a word or an evil word regarding them then he is sahib al-hawa he is a person of desires. And so, here, Barakullah Fikum, as we discussed at the beginning of these, uh, this, this uh, series of the rules where we were mentioning the companions, we mentioned right at the beginning, yani some of the adab, yani the mannerisms that we should have with Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah in relation to them. The mannerisms that the Sunni has in relation to the companions. Naam, and we'll go through them uh, one by one, bi'ithni lahi ta'ala, as mentioned here by Al-Baba Hari. But before that, Barakallahu Fikum, he mentions, you know, after the home, the best of them, after Ha'ulay, after these, are the ten Ashram Bashrin Rajanna. I asked last week who they were, and again, I'm going to ask this week who they are. Who's gonna, who remembers them? The ten. The Ashram Bashrin Rajanna. Ashrul Mabashirin Biljan. 
without me having to ask my name, ask you by name. Who were the ten? And I, f I think I remember who asked, who I answered last week. So I won't ask. Who hasn't, I won't. I won't accept answer from anyone. Else. That's last week, that's last week. That's good. Oh, that's fun. So, Abu Bakr, Omar, Uthman, Ali, Sa'ad bin Abdul-Waqqas, Salah bin Ubaidillah, Sa'id bin Zayd, Abdurrahman bin Awf, Abu Ubaidah, Ibn Abdurrah, and Zubair. Zubair, Ibn Awam. Ibn Awam. Khalas, who else? He's giving you the... Give me the fruit ball. He's done it already. Who can mention the 10? I don't know who Fidel's pointing at. He's just pointing in this direction. I don't know who this is. Fadl Fadl. 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 No. No. Saad Sant Saeed Ibn Zayd Zayd Naam It's all there? It's one Oh, he misses a bit I thought he didn't miss a bit Naam, Sahih, Sahih, Zakalak Tell you one more one more. <laughs> 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 no. 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 Mm -hmm. Said. 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 Two left. But it could be one left and I wasn't listening properly. Abu? Abu Obeda. Now? And then either you complete it or you have one left. Then I wasn't listening properly. <laughs> Mr. Talha? Oh, خلاص. طيب طيب. زاكم نقيه. بارك الله فيكم إخوة. زاكم نقيه. طيب. And so, when mentioning the 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 adab that the person has with these companions, رضي الله عنهم أجمعين. 
In the missions, first and foremost, that the best of them are is the individual that accompanies the messenger of Allah وسلم, for a day, or a month, or a year, or less than that, or more than that. So what do you understand from that, from that kalam, where Baba Hari mentions the best of the companions, the best of the people, are those that accompany the messenger of Allah وسلم, for a day, for a, uh, a month, or a year, or less than that, or more than that. What do you understand from that? From that speech, Barakallahu Alaikum. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so this, this is a definition which is comprehensive. So anyone that accompanied the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is regarded as being from the best of the people. Naam. Anyone that accompanied the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, even if it's for a day. Naam. So even if it was, he saw him, uh, yeah, he mean that he saw the Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam, and he met him only once. So even if he met him and accompanied, accompanied him once, he's regarded as being from amongst the companions and he's regarded as being amongst these individuals that carry this virtue. Now, uh, In terms of that, but um, just linking it back to the sort of hierarchy, I call it, of who you put importance first. So you have Allah as a result, and then you have the Prophet Muhammad sallam. And then from there, do you have the, the ten companions and then the people? Um, that were closest to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Then your parents, or is it uh, your parents straight after? Okay, it's a good question. I'll leave it to the end, inshallah. No worries. No, worries. no but just inshallah, it's a good question. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, what I say is just don't forget, because I'll probably forget. Okay. So just ask me the hint, though, inshallah. Please, no one <laughs> And so, this is comprehensive of all of the companions, all of them, and so. Thereafter, Yani Baba Hari mentions Natarahum Alehim. So he mentioned Yani Tarahum referring to Dua Rahma. Naam, that a person makes dua for his companions, seeking the Rahma of Allah to be upon them. Abu Idafa, they mention Yani that they make dua for the ridwan of Allah Ta'ala, for the pleasure of Allah to be upon them as well. And we remain silent when it comes to any of the shortcomings regarding them. Now we remain silent regarding any of the shortcomings regarding them. Shaykh Rabir, Hafidullah, he mentions in his explanation or his introduction uh, of his book, Manhaj Ahl Sunnah, in the when it comes to the, the uh, criticism of the men, he mentions that everything, when it comes to the speech of the people, Jarhan or Ta'dila, whether it comes to the speech of the people, whether it is criticism or praise, everything should be put in its correct place. Naam. So, if you are mentioning individuals that should be mentioned and should be raised by way of ta'deen, then you mention the good of them. Now you mention the good about them. And if you're required to mention a criticism of an individual, then that's the focus, the criticism. And you do not fall into this affair between the two of them, which essentially is mawazan. Where a person feels the obligation to mention 
when in maqam al-rad, so when it comes to the point where you have to refute something or someone, that the person feels obliged to mention the good found within them. No, because this is the time to mention the criticism. Yani for the maslaha, for the benefit. So with this now, with the companions, we understand from our manhaj of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah is that we mention the good of them. And that's all we do. So irrespective of whatever yani shortcomings may have come, come from them as individuals, we do not mention these things. And this is not part of the mentioning of, of them as a, as a collective or individually, essentially. Naam. And this is our mannerisms to with them. So everyone has, is mentioned in their correct place. So when it comes to now mentioning somebody and you need to warn against their evil, if the intent of speaking about that person at that time is to warn against their evil, then that's what you're going to mention. You're going to mention yani, the evil of them. And so that the person is wary of that, the, that person yani, as an individual and the evil that they may bring with them. And of course, warning against a person falling into the same evil as them. Shaykh Rabir, Hafidahullah, he mentions that when Allah Ta'ala mentions the affair in the Quran in relation to the mushrikeen, naam, he mentions them and their evil, their shirk. Because this is the maqam al-rad, this is him dis distinctly speaking about their evil, speaking about their harms. This doesn't negate the fact that they may have good characteristics with them. Yeah, and he prays with every characteristics with them. However, there is, this is not the time to mention it. And this is not the place to mention it. And it's not for the benefit in mentioning it. So the opposite is true here. That when it comes to the companions, of, upon us is to be individuals that seek to emulate them. And to emulate that which they were upon in terms of their defa of Islam, their defense of Islam, and their aid in the intishar, and their aid in the spread of the deen of Islam. So when mentioning them, we mention them with good. And that we remain silent and withhold from mentioning them when it comes to yani, evil. Hence why Baba Hari mentions, And so we don't mention anything or don't mention any of them as individuals except with good. Why? Because they're individuals that intended the truth and strove in that way. They, intend, they intended the truth and strove in that way. And they made ishtihad in order to attain the haqq. And all of them would act upon that ishtihad. Naam, upon them striving to seek the truth. And just as anyone Naam, anyone that makes ishtihad, for minhum, man huwa musib. And from them are those that will attain the haqq. Naam, and from them are those that <coughs> will make error. Naam, however, all of them, barakallahu feekum, are forgiven for that. And all of them are the companions of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu and so the individual, he is the one that mentions them, and he mentions them by the, 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 the Salafi, the Sunni. He mentions the companions with good. 
Likewise, as we discussed previously as well, I had a mention of the companions, this course of what is upon and the alsina, the tongue. How you mentioned them, you mentioned them with good. Likewise, the person has the salama to kulubi him. That there's salama within the heart as well. That the heart is free of any form of hatred towards them. Irrespective of any one individual from them. So we understand from that, that if the person's heart is free of that, free of ill thought or ill feeling towards them, and hatred towards them, then of course the tongue is tabi'an lidhalik. The tongue follows that. And so no, I do not speak about any one of them. Now, in relation to the rights of any one of those companions, you do not speak ill of any of them. And of course, it's a reflective of that which resides within the heart. Now, that which resides within the heart in relation to the companions that the person mentions them with good. He mentions them with good. And the, that which resides within the heart is that he has love for them. Because he has recognition of their status. He has recognition of the status of the companions. And because of that, now he has love for them. Thereafter, he mentions the hadith, لا تصب أصحابي يعني, do not curse and speak ill of my companions. And so, you may have an individual that speaks ill about them. And this is a deficiency in their intellect. And that the individual in reality is a sahib al-hawa. is a person of desires. And so thus it leads him to speak ill about the companions of the Messenger of Allah wasallam. And essentially he's from the firq al He'd be from the groups and his parties that have gone astray. And Sheikh Sheikh Fawzali mentions, لكن المشكلة عنه ينتسب إلى أهل السنة والجماعة. ويقول هذا من تحقيق التاريخ. As I will speak about them, and he will claim to be from amongst the people of Sunnah. He will say that I'm from Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And this is from me يعني, establishing what has occurred in history. However, we understand that a person enters into an affair that he does not know. And that what comes and that which comes with it, or that was consequential of that is much evil. What's consequential of that is much evil. When a person begins to speak about the companions. Naam. Why? Because tashkik fi him, bringing about doubt and causing doubt in the companions, essentially is opening the door to cause doubt in relation to the sunnah. Naam, the sunnah and the messenger of Allah, وسلم, and essentially Islam itself. Hence why the messenger of Allah, وسلم, mentions the obligation of imsaq, yani withholding. By way of his statement, And so if my companions are mentioned, then withhold. And you withhold from mentioning them. I mention them in evil. Withhold from speaking evil about them.
And this is what we mentioned previously when we discussed the, comp the affair of the companions. Irrespective of whatever the group is, who the people are, they seek to attack the companions of the Messenger of Allah in order to open the door to attacking the Sunnah itself. Why? Because the companions, they are the individuals that carry the Sunnah. They are the individuals that adhere to the Sunnah and that carry the Sunnah. So if now a person brings into doubt and it brings into question their integrity, then what comes with that is that he brings into question that which he's carrying. I the Sunnah. Because if he tries to question him as an individual and essentially his adala, now his uprightness in deen, then he can say, what, then what about what he's narrating? I bring that into doubt. <coughs> at the forefront, we mentioned this previously, at the forefront of these groups are two. At the forefront of these groups, there are two. Who are they? The Rafid is one. And the Orientalists, the Mustashriqeen. Naam, the Mustashriqeen. The Rafid, of course, they seek to attack the Sunnah and attack Islam. <coughs> To make manifest, to bring doubt into the affair of the Sunnah, to make manifest their bid'ah, their innovation, naam, their dolala, and bring greater doubt into the narrations that oppose that oppose their uh, their their way of life, oppose their manhaj, their methodology, <coughs> oppose their aqidah. So because of that, they'll seek to speak about the companions and cause doubt in relation to the companions. Who are the Orientalists? What do you know about the Orientalists? By way of their amal. They learn about Islam. For what purpose? Now, to seek, essentially to seek a manner in which to yeah, bring about doubts in Islam. So they'll seek to bring the doubts about to, into Islam and upon, uh, within the Mus amongst the Muslims by way of bringing texts and discussion from Islam. Naam. So, in relation to the, the Mushtashriqeen, there, there are two types, if you like. Naam, the Mutaqaddimin and the Mu'asirin. So you have those of the Mustashrikun, the first and initial ones that sought to essentially to study the affairs of the East. So it's comprehensive. Naam. So it's everything occurred within the East, which is Islam and other than that. Naam. So you want to study the affairs of the East and how it occurred. With now the strength of Islam and the growth of Islam, Naam, this group, these groups of people, sought to study, not just to study it from the studying sake, but sought to study it with the intent of the Tadmir of Islam specifically. With the intent of specifically bringing about destruction to Islam and the Muslims. Naam. Before, it was just a general study. It doesn't benefit them because they weren't studying it to act upon the end. They were just studying what, what do these people believe and what do those people believe in the East. Then their focus became... Yani, 
greater upon the Muslims. Now, their focus became greater upon the Muslims and the belief of the Muslims. And with that, you found that they sought to bring about doubts within yani, Islam. From the things that they do, or they have done as well, to increase their studies, is author books. Naam. And they may author books that are, for example, books in, um, in hadith. And they become reference books. So they're authored with the intent, naam, of aiding their studies, which ultimately wants, they want to go back to bringing doubts upon Islam. However, the book itself, for example, you have a book which is not which is referred to as a book which is called uh, Al Mu'jam al Mafahras. Al Mu'jam al Mafahras. Al Mu'jam al Mafahras, essentially, this book is a book that brings about references and it tells you where you can find yani, Atraf al Hadith. So it gives you the beginning of the Hadith and it tells you where you can find it. From the Kutub al Sitta. Naam. So they did that. In order to aid their contemporaries when it came to the affair of يعني, uh, their studies. However, the Talib Ilm, the Talib Hadith, he can benefit from it. Why? Because it's given you the, these particular narrations. And you go and find them. So the book was used for that purpose, but alhamdulillah it can be it can benefit be benefited, benefited from. And it's used and it's mentioned many times by the Tulab al-Ilm and the ulama by way of the books that are used when it comes to benefiting from them. That's the intent of this group. That's the intent of this group. So with that intent and with that evil intent, who do they make their focus upon? Except that it's the companions. So they'll make their focus upon the companions and upon the integrity of the in, in individual companions. Now, and the reality is they'll bring yani, shubuhat regarding them, and the shubuhat are da'ifa. For the one that knows the status of the companions, they repels them. Now, the one that knows the status of the companions, all of them, they repels them. The one that knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised his individuals collectively, now, then he repels them. But, this is where they seek, and this is the madkhal, this is the entry point that they seek to speak about the deen of Islam. Now, they seek about the deen of Islam. Well, in Asaf, the reason why they see this as a particular, particular entry point is due to the jahl of the Muslims. It's due to the ignorance of the Muslims. Now, of the people among them, people that make intisab to Islam. Or individuals that make intisab to Islam. Why? Because they know that they cannot begin their da'wah and their call by making sab wa tashkik fin nabi sallallahu alayhi wa They can't begin their call by way of speaking about the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam directly. Naam. Because irrespective of whoever it is, the muntasib in islam is going to reject that. The one that says, I'm Muslim, he's going to reject that. He's not going to listen to anyone speak about the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. However, due to this ignorance about the companions and their status, then he may lend an ear for him to be. He may lend an ear. And then what ends up happening as a result of that 
is that he, ent- he entertains the shubahat, and from the things that, are co- that arises from that are groups such as the Qur'aniyun. Now, the groups such as the Qur'aniyun. Where, due to some of the doubts that they have about the companions, they reach the level, reach the extent, where they reject hadith completely. Now, because they have doubts about the companions. Because, they have, because, they brought about, because now they have doubts about the companions, what does it lead to the fact that they doubt their narrations? And due to that uh, affair of them being uh, confused about narrations, they reject the sunnah in totality. They reject the sunnah in totality. And it's because the door was opened by individuals such as these, groups such as these. Naam, bringing doubts in relation to the companions. And so, it's important the person understands when we have this narration here, Naam, for example, is that look at ashabi fa'amsiku. And when my companions are, 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 are mentioned, then withhold. Because you find what can happen, what can occur, and where, what is the end destination of that? Naam, a person doesn't just begin by speaking about a person. Now, speaking about a companion, and it ends there. Because obviously the shaitan is haris. Al-idlal al-nas. The shaitan strives in terms of bringing, leading the people astray. And again, what we discussed as well, previously. That bid'ah, innovations, they begin as what? Something small. The innovations begin as something small. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't begin with, for example... Turn the lights off in the masjid and dance around in the masjid. It doesn't begin like that. It begins with something small. And it grows and grows and grows. Hence, as we discussed last, uh, last week, the affair of Tashayyot, Shiism. Shiism began as what? The, the affair of? Who has more virtue or, not necessarily the virtue, but the Khilafah. That they, they say that the Khilafah should have been what order? What order exactly? Abu Bakr, Umar, Ali bin Uthman. Now I'm essentially opposing the consensus of the Muslimin. So they say it should be Abu Bakr, Umar, Ali bin Uthman. This is how Shiism began. Now this is, this is, the, this is the, the offshoots and the beginning stages of Tashayyu. And look where it is now. Look where they are now. So it began as something which is resembling to the Haq. We understand the order of the Khulafa, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali. Now we understand the order. And the Shayyot began as a mere changing at the end of that. However, it brings about yani, a chasm, a massive change after time. Shaitan is haris. So now a person, when it comes to the affair of the companions, he mentions the companions and he doesn't mention them with the good that they deserve to be mentioned. And rather, he entertains discussing yani, shortcomings regarding the companions. He entertains it. He entertains speaking ill about the companions. They might speak ill about one. Now, that's what you find in some individuals. Again, due to their ignorance. They'll say, I believe, I, I, I respect all the companions. But I heard some stories about Fulan, Minhum. For example, we had the Billah. I heard some stories about one, this one companion. 
And based on what I heard, I don't know. I like all of them except for one. So Todd's not going to leave that person upon that one affair. Even though that one affair is deviation. That one affair is deviation, by the color people. But it's not going to leave him upon that one affair. It will grow and grow and grow until he starts. If he has that within him to find and pick out the, the shortcomings of one, then he has it within him to find out and pick out the shortcomings of others. And then what occurs is that he starts to speak about others. And he starts to have doubt about them as a, as a jama'ah. And then what we find, as we mentioned, it, end, it can end up with these individuals rejecting the sunnah in totality, the Quran. Where they said we reject the sunnah in totality. So, what do we say in response to that, by the way? Where we say, some, if someone says, I just, I only take in Quran. Only Quran. Oh, no, that, that's one response. One response is takfir. <laughs> one response is takfir. But we got, in terms of, we want to re rebut what they are upon. We can tell them it's a kafir, but it's not going to do much to rebut what he's upon. But it's, yeah, it's kufr now. At least. <laughs> Ayat that mentioned following the Nabi alayhi salatu Allah wa ati'ur rasul. Obey Allah, obey the messenger. What else? Say that again. That we understand that the Sunnah explains the ayat of the Quran. What else? Kul in kuntum tuhibbun Allah. Fa'tabi'uni yuhibbukum Allah wa yakfir lakum dhunubakum. And he say, if you truly love Allah, na'am, then follow me. I follow Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah will love you. I forgive you of your sins. And Allah Ta'ala is the one that forgives the sins and bestows mercy upon the believers. Now, what else? Now. So all the ayat about the, the obedience of the Messenger of Allah. What else? So generally the ayat. What else? Something about rewire, about narration. How the Quran came to us, which is what? By narration of the companions. The Quran came to us by way of the narration. Naam. Quran is by we have the Quran and it has it came to us by way of Yani Asanid. So the person that says, I reject the sunnah due to, I, I reject Asanid. It's a, it's a reflection of their jahal. Naam. Because the, sun, the sunnah is Asanid as well as the Quran is Asanid. Naam. The Quran, no doubt, is mutawatir. But now it enters into the affair. Are they, are they going to now say they reject that which is mutawatir? Naam. Mutawatir meaning? What? We say something is mutawatir. Written much. Now. Now. So it's narrated on every level by large amounts of people that it's impossible to say that they conspired to lie. Now. That's the relation to the Asanid of Quran. But you find that in what else as well? Within the Sunnah. So it cannot now be said. That we're going to reject it because we reject the yani narration that we don't know if this is true or that's true. No, because it's found within Quran and found within the Sunnah. <coughs> Reality is, is that with this, as we've mentioned, 
doubts have been spread regarding it starts off it starts off with the doubts about the companions and it spreads to the extent that it attaches itself to the uh the hawa it attaches itself to the desires of the people because now if a person says i'm merely going to follow quran then it means that a lot a lot of the ahkam he doesn't have to adhere to because a person you find a discussion with these people you tell them about hukum and they'll be like okay wait is that in the quran or is that in the hadith before they want to follow that hukum so essentially it's a it's an it's an action it's a, it's a means of them rejecting yani the ahkam of the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's just another means of them doing so but as the the, the, the central point being that is found its entry point from yani doubts about the carriers of the hadith and at the, at the head of them being the companions now Thereafter, I mentioned, so from the adab, from the adab that we have, and the mannerisms that we have in relation to the companions of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is that we don't mention them except for with good. We have tarahum. We mention, we make dua for their rahma, for their mercy. And that we remain silent when it comes to any shortcomings. And so, thereafter, Ababa had mentioned the statement of Sufyan ibn Uyayna. Sufyan ibn Uyayna. Where he states, Man nataka fi ashabi Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bi kalimatin fahuwa sahib al-hawa. Naam. So whoever mentioned the statement against the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then he is a person of desires. Why? As we mentioned, now, why? Because no one speaks about them except for a person of desires. And what is an obligation upon us in relation to the companions is love of them. And we say love of them, love of them in totality, yani all of them, without exception. And <coughs> mention them in, the, in regarding their nobility. And knowing their status. And following their example. Because they are the best of the generations. So this is why we mentioned. That when they mentioned. We mentioned their good. Naam, we mentioned their good. Because the intent in mentioning of them. Is that we follow their example. And the intent of mentioning them is to يعني, foster love for them. So whenever speaking, jarhan wa ta'deel, go back to what we mentioned. Whenever speaking, whether it be criticism or whether it be praise, we mention everything within its correct place. Naam. So we don't mention them and then we mention shortcomings. Because the intent of mentioning the companions is so that the one that hears about them has love for them. The one that hears about them wants to follow them, but that doesn't—you know—it doesn't cause a person to have love for them if he hears about shortcomings of an individual. Now, and likewise, the opposite is true when it comes to speaking about a person and 
or speaking about the ills of a, that a person has fallen into. Now, and warning against them. You don't warn against them and then say, oh, but he has this good and that good. Now, the, the intent is that you're warning against him so that the people don't fall into that evil, to that harm. And the intent of you speaking at that point in time is not for the people to be inclined towards them. So if you're mentioning now the points that you're warning against, but then you say, but he's done, these, he's done this good, he's done that good. The person listening to that, because of course the heart, now, it's not in our, it's not in our, in our control. It's why the Nabi Wasallam would, would make dua to, them, to Allah Ta'ala. O turn of my heart, make my heart firm upon your religion. Allah Ta'ala is the one that turns the hearts. So now going back to the affair to the summit, the one that's listening, he hears about an individual. And he hears stay away from him because X, Y, and Z, but he's done good here. Now the heart doesn't, what's the heart going to accept Allah knows best? The person might incline towards, but he's done good. And here, but he's done good and attached himself to that. Now, this is what it was referred to and what the scholars warn against. This affair of al-mawazana. Now, where you feel the need or, the, or you're obliged to mention the good as well as the, uh, the, the evil that a person's with. That's with an individual. Now, and this is something that occurs in both. Now, so when we're mentioning the good, then we're mentioning the companions. We're mentioning them so that a person follows them. Clings to their way. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he mentioned the Firqat al-Najiyah, now he mentioned that saved group, now the saved sect, and he was asked, and who are they? What was his response? Those are upon what I and my companions are upon today. What I and my companions are upon today. So the individual that clings to that, so when you hear about them, you're inclined to cling to what they're upon. The best way that occurs is when they're mentioned, they're mentioned with the good. Every, every part of speech has to have its correct intent. That's what we understand from this. So the obligation with them is that we seek to follow them. And that we understand that they carry this virtue because they are those that believed in him. Now they believed in him. And they accompanied him. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And they aided him. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And they fought jihad with him. And they carried that knowledge that was given from him. They carried that in. And so, due to that, they are the best of this ummah. And the best of the creation after the Nabiyyin. The best of the creation after the Prophets. Because no doubt, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen them to be those that abide and follow and followed Him, alayhi salatu wasalam. And so the one that is regarded as, or the one that speaks about it is regarded as being a sahib al-hawa. A person of desires. And this is by way of kalima wahida, by one word. 
If one says one word, then it's regarded as being a person of desires. Now, one word. So, Sheikh, Sheikh Fozani mentions, Fikayf billadi, you alif kutuban, fisabbihim. So, what about the state of the individual that offers books cursing them? Now, we say this is this person, Sahib al Hawa, the one that mentions one kalima, one word about them. What about the one that offers books about them? Yeah, they're cursing them. Now, I'm speaking ill of them. And seeking out their shortcomings. What about this individual? And so we understand from this barakalafikum, is that this individual that speaks about them is the one that follows the desires. And as mentioned by the scholars, the one that speaks ill of the companions and has fallen to kufr. Because the Shaykh Hubayt mentions, Rahimahullah, the one that speaks ill of the companions, then he has opposed the Quran. Naam, he's fallen to mukhalafat al Quran. And so, due to that, no doubt, the one that the yukhalif al Quran, Naam opposes the Quran. This is kufr. Allah Ta'ala praises individuals, either companions. And then you find that the individual, that the person, Naam, speaks ill of them. This is opposition. That was found within the, the Nusus. And we'll conclude with that point there. Barakallahu feekum ikhwa. Wa jazakum allahu khaira. Wa sallallahu wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi sallam. You remember it? No. 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 Yes. So I said. So if we're talking about uh, virtue, then the virtue is, of course, the Prophet ﷺ first and foremost. After, um, so first and foremost is the Prophet ﷺ from amongst, from amongst the khalq, the creation. It's the Prophet ﷺ, because he's the best of creation. Now, then the Prophet's after him, and no doubt, the prophets, they differ in virtue as well, in and of, in and of themselves. But the prophets, Amumal, in all of them, they are the most virtuous after. Naam, so the Prophet is the most virtuous of them, but then the prophets after them, they carry virtue. Naam. Then, in terms of virtue, it's who? Sahaba. So who from them then? Abakar, and then who? Yani? Abakar? Umar? Man and Ali. Then who? The other ten. Naam. So this is the order we're talking about virtue. So when we when we mention our itikad, our <coughs> our creed when it comes to the companions, 
Our creed regards in the companions, as we all we discussed in this lesson and in previous, is that we have love for all of them, we, and we regard them to be the most virtuous of the, of mankind after the after the prophets. Naam. and that we believe in relation to the the companions that we mention them with good. We don't mention their, their shortcomings. All of these things we mentioned today. However, this does not and we and we believe as well that they are adul. They're all trustworthy. Naam. So if we know a narration come from a companion, khalas is accepted. It's from a companion. Naam. Even to the extent as well that uh, Sheikh Ufaymin, he mentions in his book, Asul min, min Ilm al-Usul, it's a book in Asul uh, al-Fiqh, he mentions that call of Sahabi, a statement of Sahabi, could be regarded as being delil in of itself, a proof. Naam. The statement of Sahabi is a proof. As long as it fulfills two conditions. Anyone know? A statement of Sahabi can be regarded as a proof in of itself, as long as it fulfills two conditions. He's going to be trusted with Sahabi. Naam. Those are two, those are two positions. Two conditions, sorry. So it doesn't oppose something from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Or it doesn't oppose any from something from the Wahi. Because then, of course, that takes precedence. And it doesn't oppose something from another companion. Because if it opposes something from another companion, then it's mahal khilaf. Or ikhtilaf. There's ikhtilaf in that regard. So there's a difference of opinion and then the person derives what is the correct from those two things, from the, the, the aqwal. Alakullin. So we say that even though this is the, this is the state we have with the companions, now, this does not negate the fact that they differ when it comes to virtue. No, they differ when it comes to virtue. So we, we mentioned the, the virtue of them and it, and it can differ. Okay? Then after the companions, it's those that are mentioned or those that are known to carry virtue after them. And that will be who? The Tabi'in. Now the generation after them. Why do we know it's them? No, but why do we know it's them though? No, the the the, the narration of the Prophet Now the best of mankind is my generation, and those that come after them are those that come after them. So the Nabi Alayhi from the Nas from the text itself, he's mentioned the best, their virtue, my generation. So we know that his generation are who the companions. Then that come over after them, and are those that come after them. So from the nas itself, we know that these are the most virtuous of the people. As for um, other individuals, like you mentioned, for example, family and the, and the likes of that, that we don't have any any specific text that mentions their virtue as individuals. But what is mentioned, no doubt, if, if we mention, for example, parents, is how how we have specific mannerisms that we have with them. Naam, and the managers that are upon us to have with them. Okay? And so this is indicative of the, us fulfilling our obligations and that the virtue that they have in relation to us as individuals. Naam. So, for example, the mother of one individual, she carries virtue with her and her children Naam, because she's their mother, but not necessarily the virtue of everyone. It's not collective. As, but what we're discussing here is a collective virtue, right? So, and of course, when it comes to virtue as well, it's regarding yani, what is mentioned in the text about that, those individuals as well. So, a person may not even be virtuous, but due to their status, they, 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 it commands specific actions. Now, so, a person's parents might not be virtuous. Now, a person's parents might be kufar. 
but they carry specific obligations that needs to be fulfilled. Naam. So it's, it's, it's all dependent upon, yani, when it comes to, to, to that stage, it's all dependent upon each uh, specific case, if you like. However, we know from the Nusus that we are commanded to deal and treat them in a particular way, whether it be our parents, whether it be family members, whether it be our, our neighbours and the likes of them, that they, their hukuk are, are listed because of who they are in relation to us as individuals. So it's something which is relative at that stage. No. Does that make sense? No, I believe we may start the next point, but we may not. <laughs> because, uh, of course, we're, we're coming close to Ramadan. So it may be a, a time, good time to start reading through some of the ahkam in relation to fiqh in the ahkam, or sorry, ahkam or siyam, sorry. And um, we may begin with that, inshallah, and then come back to this, come back to this text. But I'm not sure. Because, of course, we have the under uh, al-fiqh before so we may do that at that point as well but Asana I want to conclude for in Umdat al-fiqh Kitab al-Hajj before Ramadan so that after Ramadan we start Kitab al-Buyur which yahtaja tarkiz is some, some concentration some focus so now so as in short to answer your question I don't know <laughs> But inshallah, we'll see. Inshallah, we'll see. Uh, I think we'll see. We'll see. Inshallah. Look at our Now. To fast most of the days. No, so. So when it comes to the the days of Shaaban and the person, if they, if their fast is. Um, if this is their their habit, then they continue with that habit of the fasting. Now, however, they should not um, proceed the days by way of fasting of any proceed the days of Ramadan, should we say, by way of fasting. Now, and so um, the person should not make it a habit of beginning to fast in in Shabbat. Rather, the person awaits and prepares for Ramadan and then fasts Ramadan. This is what is better. Well, last time. So it's not it's not a few. There's not in terms of the narrators are many, but it doesn't mean now that all of the companions narrated. Now it's not not a case that all the companions narrated per se. Rather, when it comes to the companions, we understand that it's anyone that is that is is it's been mentioned that he accompanied the messenger of Allah So it doesn't have to be said that he said himself. I I accompanied the Nabi 
it can be mentioned by a third party that they, he accompanied the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. With that, it's, a, it's established that he's from amongst the companions. Now, and uh, a good book on that is uh, Al-Isaba by Ibn Hajar. Al-Isaba by Ibn Hajar Asqalani. Where in his Muqaddimah, in his introduction, he discusses how it's established, how each individuals are established to be from the companions of the Messenger of Allah. Absolutely not. It's like it's like seventeen volumes. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically it the, the Isaba itself is a biography of all the companions. Naam. Biography of each of them. And depending on how much is known about them, of course then the biography may be longer or shorter. But he attempted, uh to write a biography of each of the companions. Naam. However, um at the beginning of that, in its Muqaddim, in its introduction, he outlines how it's established, uh, how the different ways it's established that a person could be from amongst the companions. No? And um, also, it might even mention that part uh, some of the companions that I mentioned there are those that are differed as to whether they're companions or not, either, even. No? But going back to your, your main question, the, the fact that a person has a narration isn't the only way it's established that a person is from the companions of the Messenger of Allah. So as you mentioned, if you look at if you uh, look at the read about the numbers of the people at the battle, at the battles, the numbers may be large. Doesn't mean that every single one of those that were present in the battle and that met the Prophet are regarded as being from uh, the narrators. Now, even though they're companions, doesn't mean that they're all going to be narrators. Now, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa